All right. PKN257. Taylor, I am curious. You were busy all day today. Work or pleasure? Work. Work. Yeah. Yeah, it was not a fun day. I, I, I had to delay the start of PKN for everyone listening out there because uh, I got delayed on my way back. And then, like, on the last leg of the trip, after I'd made the connecting flight from Chicago back to St. Louis, it's like the the extendomatic thing that you walk into the airport on, yeah. it's approaching. <clears throat> In the middle of the approach, it breaks. Ooh. And the uh, pilot is like, yeah, we got something going on with the steromatic over here. We're going to get mm-hmm. that done as fast as you can. Uh, you can remain standing. It should be done shortly. And then, and like, like 15 minutes later, he's like, all right, you guys can uh, go ahead and take a seat. It's going to be a little bit. <laughs> I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And That's I, the worst. Like, I, I woke up so early this morning for a very early meeting. I was at the airport like to head home by like nine, like uh, probably before nine, because mm-hmm. everything I needed to get done that uh, was done for the day. And I was so tired. I don't sleep well in hotel rooms. And so last night I was really trying to sleep, really trying to sleep, couldn't sleep very well. So I maybe got like four hours, maybe not even that much. And I was just so deliriously tired that I just bought a $15 blanket and then I slept on the floor of the Cincinnati airport, which is filthy. (laughs) It is filthy. But I was sitting there in one of those little chairs. It was literally like 8.58 in the morning. I'm through security. Everything's done. And I'm like, all right, well, my flight board's at three, <laughs> sitting there for like six hours waiting. And I was trying to curl up in those little chairs, wasn't working. So I just went and bought a cheap ass blanket that probably has AIDS on it by now. And then slept on my bag there, like right near, there's only one place to do it. And it was right near where you board and off board planes. And so then for the next 30 minutes, for the next four, you know, three to four hours, uh, no, five hours actually. Uh, no, six hours. Fuck. Yeah, six hours from, from like nine to three. I was like just procession after procession of people getting on the plane, off the plane, on Wait. the plane as I'm laying there trying to sleep. I'm not keeping up with your timeline. I, I apologize. Maybe I'm he, foggy headed. He but... went to Chicago very, very early in the morning, got all of his work done, and he gets to the airport to, to come back here at like nine in the morning or something like that. But he yeah. had it's six hours before he's going to fly. So Wait, he has to so, sit there until three He had done all of his work by 9 a.m. Was it was a very early army? morning. It, it was a really, really early, early meeting. And so by the time the meeting was over, it was like, well, head to the airport. And by the time I got to the airport and got through security, it was around 9 a.m. And my the, there was no other flights. I even went and was like, hey, can you please get me back to St. Louis? Because at this point, I may as well go to fucking Hertz and rent a car. Like that might have been. How it far would have is been the drive? Actually. I thought it was drivable. Uh, Chicago to St. Louis is like five hours. Little oh, over oh, yeah, five man. hours. Oh yeah, should have made that fucking drive. You'd, I, I should have done. You've that. been singing, be driving, <laughs> singing, singing, audio singing along with the radio, audio books, maybe. Wait, uh, your favorite Windows. podcast, perhaps? Yeah, Windows. <laughs> Rooster Teeth. Oh. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Window, windows down. You know, like, like it just. Uh, so. I was so, so bored. I hope I'm not being too nosy. What did you do at work? First of all, when was the, what time was the meeting? Uh, eight. Oh, okay. So the, uh, or no, it started before eight. So like seven 45. Yeah. Early, for like 30, 45 minutes. It sounded like insanity early when I first heard the story. Mm -hmm. Now your day was, but the meeting was the people who were your clients were probably just at work a little early. Yeah. And, yeah. and you go there, and, and if I understand your meetings, tell me if how close I am. You go over the results of our advertising, and if the numbers say it's bad, you explain to them why the numbers are inaccurate. And if the numbers say it's good, you explain to them why the numbers are dead on. How am I doing? Uh, it, it's, it, that's definitely included in it. Like okay. It's more of like a client will reach out to me and be like, hey, I'm sending you all of our information for this year, all the financials and everything. And here's like got a rough draft of a PowerPoint and stuff to kind of catch up a given retailer. And they'll be like, all right, this week it's, you know, you're representing this product and you're going to go talk to fucking CVS corporate or something. Mm -hmm. And so then you go there and you have to make a presentation basically to the CVS, whatever category it is. Like if it's, you know, 
know, that's how retail stores are broken down. Like, uh, it so could you, be you're going to CVS medicine, and you're saying, it could be pain relief, it could Woody's be Woody's herpes medication over here should get better shelf space, and you're making a pitch for that. Basically, it'd be like, hey, Woody's herpes medication, really <laughs> killing it right now. We're getting, you know, our year-over-year numbers. We're up double digits. We're beating everything else, even though the category's flat, so you know that we're driving business in this new sphere. Like, you say whatever you need to say, mm-hmm. and then usually if they're a, a smart buyer, they'll be like, well, go into that a little bit more. And you just have to hope that it's not an actual problem because you don't want to lie to these people because they have way too much power over your business. And so if they call you out on something, you can't be like, no, no, pish posh, pish posh. You have to kind of be <laughs> like, you have to be like, uh, yep, that's definitely something we're addressing. We're taking care of that. And we prioritize that just as much as you do. But if I can draw your attention to this over here, uh, let's talk about this. And so, yeah, usually uh, those meetings are super short, like uh-huh. whether it's Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, whoever, because... It's just that same fucking dude, like the produce buyer or whatever, is just a guy sitting in a chair who's dealing with people coming in talking about their kinds of lettuce or jalapenos or whatever all day. And so he's like rushing people in and out because he doesn't have time to do that. So you really have to go in pretty scripted, pretty ready, uh, ready to overcome any objectives and also not stumbling or panicking or anything. It's been so, fun for me, yeah. off on the side, to watch you grow in competence in your career and, and thank you. Get good at this. So I, I'm I'm happy for you. I enjoy. I really don't fun. give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, like like the Taylor that <laughs> I think I knew high school Taylor. I definitely knew college Taylor. I knew fresh out of college Taylor, who you know was just learning mm-hmm. the world, and now I know current Taylor, who's you know somebody that lots of people in this field would would wish they had working there. So that's cool. Yeah, I'm very, very fortunate and pleased with it. Yeah. But enough about little old me. <laughs> I, I I think I already said I had to take a shower before I hopped on here. That's why I was a little extra late because I read an article on like a Newsweek stand at the airport. I was talking about flesh-eating bacteria Ooh, after yeah. I had you. woken up from the nap on the floor. On the floor. And I was like, this is <laughs> this is no good. But what yeah, I would not have showered. That's how I would have built up my immune system. I get a good airplane nap every now and then just to toughen it up. I'll tell you what, I've, I have been in that, that, that same scenario. You know, you're at the airport extremely early um, many times because like, you know, like a lot of the trips that we all go on or whatever, like what for whatever reason, you know, booking flights back back home, maybe I can't get out until 4 p.m. even though mm-hmm. the day is essentially over as soon as it begins, you know, like this is our yeah. last day here, but nothing's going to happen. Like I leave the hotel at 8 a.m. And I can't get out until 4 p.m. Like, like, I guess I'll just try to get at the airport early and I'll click that little button at Delta that says, you know, would you like an earlier flight? It's like, fuck yeah, I would. How fast do I have to run? You know, that happens sometimes. I've been fortunate. I get there and it's like, hey, there is a flight leaving in 15 minutes. You want to hop on that one? It's like, fuck yeah, I do. Get me out of here. But, you know, you end up sitting there in the airport all day. And I often bring a laptop so I can sit there and play Civilization or listen to a podcast or watch something. I get so restless and Kyle's bored. lucky. So Kyle takes the Atlanta airport. And when he says, yeah, I'd like to get there early, there's probably other flights headed to Atlanta. It's oftentimes. Yeah, probably yeah. a hundred of them. Yeah. That button for me says, hey, would you like your layover to switch to six hours? And it's like, fuck no. I guess I'll just walk around Chicago. You know, like, because oh, yeah. there's only so I, many uh, flights going around. To get into the St. Louis airport, it's like, yeah, you'll take what we give you and you'll like it, bitch. Yeah. I yeah. missed my flight last year. It was the first time I'd ever missed a flight. Um, I was at JFK one time and they only had one security line for all of JFK. Mm-hmm. Still made my fucking flight, though, because everybody was slow. But I, I was flying out of, I don't even know where, somewhere in the Northwest last year. And, oh, my God, I just fucked up. I just How fucked bad up. did you miss like, it? Like an hour. Like, it, like, like I wasn't going to make it at all. It's, it's like I'm at the beginning of the process, and the flight's leaving in 10. Like, it, it, we're, we're not going to fucking make this. And so I go to, like, this counter. I'm like, hey, I, I've missed my flight. What can be done? And they're like, oh, no big deal. You're going to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm so jolly. One leaving in 45 minutes, and then another one in an hour, and then another one in an hour and three minutes. And it's like, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, it is. it, it really is nice. You want the one 45 minutes from now or an hour? You can go to Chili's if you want. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, get, I missed get, a get flight out of to Chili's once because I think it was out of Boston. Maybe it was Charlotte. I don't know why those two are popping into my head. But I like, you know, you walk right up to the little placard thing and it says the uh, departure time on there. 
And I got it in my head somehow as I was walking quickly by. I was starving. I was, you know, doing that scoping out restaurants before I get to the gate, you know. And I was like, all right, I got the boarding time mixed up with the uh, actual, like, leaving time. And so I showed up, like, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, stomach full of wings, ready to go. Yeah. Like, all right, well, man, <laughs> this, well, shit. <laughs> no, like, yeah, actually, uh, yeah, there, there's no more flights going to St. Louis tonight. So you get to bounce back to Chicago and then go from there. And then, oh, it's such a fucking yeah. pain. I'm a professional traveler now. I've been on enough flights. I'm, I'm sure we've all been on a bunch of flights. Especially you've probably flown. A, I, I don't know. I don't know how much you've flown, Taylor, but it seems like you fly like yeah, every month, right? Yeah. Like, like you're, you're always flying. But there was a time when I wasn't very competent at it. I, was, I wasn't quite at Wings of Redemption levels of expertise because <laughs> I, I don't know watched a movie and a television show before about airports. But, uh, but there was a time when I was definitely really watched intimidated airplane. at the airport and like, 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 ah, oh, I don't want to get on the plane train. What if it takes me somewhere? I don't know. And I get mm -hmm. lost because the Atlanta airport is so goddamn big. It's yeah. so goddamn big. Um, like, it, like I, I know it like the back of my hand now, but there was a time when it was just a labyrinth. I can remember like being afraid to get on the plane train because I didn't know where it was going to take me. The plane train is essentially like a, underground subway that takes you from one end of the airport to the other but i didn't understand what the gates meant and i didn't know where exactly i wanted to go so i just started walking in the atlanta luggage. airport so it's like i'll come across no, it no. in the next mile or four <laughs> it was about four miles i'm <laughs> underground on this long passageway now on the train the train goes 50 miles per hour and it takes four minutes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sir but I'm, sir you don't walk on the tracks <laughs> well, they, they have like a, a thing you can walk through and as you're walking through like they've got all this like walk. <laughs> there's always maintenance going on down there it is kind of shady it, it's like it, it looks like in a new york subway like like the side of the tracks a little bit but it's all it you know you couldn't jump on the tracks if you wanted mm. to that's not a that's not a thing uh down there but i just remember when i finally got done it, it was after like one of our paintball trips and i was just <sighs> <sighs> Like breathing hard, covered in sweat. Like not not like sweat on my brow, like sweat in my eyeballs, like like burning into my eyes <laughs> to the point where I'm occasionally I'll stop. Like I took my button up, button uh button up shirt off and like wiped my whole face with it and then just like <laughs> tied it around my waist and kept going. <laughs> it was Wait, are you just shirtless at this point? Am I understanding I, you know, the story I, I, right? You know, we got an undershirt oh, on. Okay, and everything. okay, yeah. yeah. I'm like, I, I thought he went like Lord of the Flies <laughs> on this shit. You know, <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm like Rambo down there, like yeah, ripping my clothes apart. I found apart, a stick like, and put the little ball yeah, in a hobo he's shirtless. His, <laughs> his little, he's got his little bindle. Yeah, <laughs> is that what that's called? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, so you showed up at your gate. You know, sweaty and feeling like shit, and oh, everybody else at see, your gate is like, "Oh, he's headed home." See, see oh, I'm heading, heading home. home. Okay. Like, like home is just my dad's out there somewhere waiting to pick me <laughs> up. You know, he's out there, and he's just like, "What took you so long?" And I'm like, "Thank God you're here. Thank God you're, do you have water?" Uh, I so, never. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to spend eleven dollars on another airport water. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I never had that. I, I, I guess I was a kid when I first started taking a lot of plane trips. So I was the assistant, you know, just follow your parents around. And, uh, mm -hmm. but my first time alone, it was okay. You ever, uh, they ever lose your luggage? Yes. Like completely lose it. No, yeah. usually it's almost a positive thing. Like what if, if, if the airline hasn't lost your luggage, there is a very good chance. What they're actually saying is not, we lost your luggage, but Hey, we'll bring it to your hotel tonight. And I don't know if things have changed, but like the airline employees get money for taking your luggage to your hotel. They'll be like, mm -hmm. dude, oh, you know, know random oh, luggage yeah. handler, would you like an extra 50 bucks to take Woody's bag to his hotel? And they'll be like, yeah, that's like 10 minutes out of my way. That's, that's a good use of my time. And uh, really, like, I have never had them not return my luggage either by the next morning at the latest. And it just means you don't have to carry it. They, uh, they lost Kitty's bag one time when we fl were flying into Chicago, and then they lost Kitty's bag once when we were flying into Atlanta back Permanently. home. Um, it took a day and a half. Like They sent oh. it to like another state, and uh, like it got on the wrong plane and just went bye-bye. But the time that they lost it on our return journey, they had to drive that shit to Hartwell from oh. Atlanta. It's two fucking hours. Did you used to it's live in It's two fucking Hartwell? hours. 
Um, on Lake Hartwell. Lake Hartwell's so big, dude. It's 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 like it's, it must it's be not super like near a... me. I I, I mean, I, I'm sorry to cut you off in your story, but I I go to a boat ramp in Lake Hartwell for what's uh, the town? Hartwell. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, it's where I'm from. Yeah, You're you've been there from a nearby town. I'm not going to out you or you know, dox you. Yeah, I'm I, I'm I'm pretty sure it's well documented on the internet. Um, but I'm but, not but yeah, part like, of the like, problem uh, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hart County is adjacent to Franklin County. Hartwell is uh, like that's the town that we would often. That's the Walmart that I got arrested in, like way back when. Mm. You know, when I was open carrying. I've been there. I've been um, to the Home Depot. Uh, you know, Scott lives in Hartwell. Um, okay. You know, that's uh, dude. One so of these that, times, I want to take you for a pair, a tandem paramotor flight. I know it hasn't been your uh, passion. I'll do it sometime. I, I would be yeah. willing. You know, I, I, you know, I, I, I have no fear of heights, and uh, well, and, can, and I, I, I like views. It'd we be can fun. instill some. <laughs> oh, no, just... <laughs> no. More seriously, the way tandem paramotoring works is like whatever you want is what you get, right? You know, I mean, you want a short flight, a long flight. You want to do acro. You want to go straight and level. We'll do that. I'm gonna do you like that. Uh, the helicopter pilot that Bill Burt has that whole bit about. It. He's like, all right, and if you look off to your left here, you'll see beautiful Lake Hartwell. And hey, hey, what are you doing with that harness? Yeah, don't yes. touch that. <laughs> don't touch that. And uh, off to the right, you'll see the uh, the Great Smoky Mountains. Hey, what, what, hey, what are you doing? Wait, wait, wait! No, no, no! <laughs> <laughs> no. He's so good with that bit. Where he's like, seriously, dude, don't fucking touch that buckle. You need that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Open the door. Stop. Keep it on. Keep, keep your seatbelt on. Anyway, uh, yeah, well, here you'll see this. <laughs> and he's <just> like, no. <laughs> That's funny, but you can't do it. There'd be the weight of the two of us and the paramotor, so it'd be oh. A knife would get it done. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I got the wrong strap and you'd fall out. Yeah. I'd be like, well, this isn't so hard after all. I'm just saying the reserve's tied to me. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Yeah. And I fly with two reserves too. So, but anyway, uh, I would really love to do that. Yeah. I think it'd be, I, yeah. I wouldn't be opposed cool. to it. Uh, you know, I, I, um, there's not much I'm afraid of. I, I, I am hesitant to jump out of an airplane, but I think if I got up there, I'd do it. I, I have this worry that it just won't be very fun. I've done it. Did I tell you? I that? think it seems. Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah. You've talked about it before. Yeah. I just, I just have this worry that it's going to be like, nah, this was a lot of, a lot of nonsense for nothing. This isn't great. I, I really like hmm. being in aircraft and doing silly things. Like, I, I always enjoyed being in helicopters and, uh, and like having a pilot who didn't give a fuck, who, who seemed like he had a bit of a death wish. I've done that too. Yeah, I've been in a couple being helicopters really like that. Yeah, and that. I did this shoot where they got a Vietnam vet to fly a, yep. a Huey and there was a minigun. We shot at the side of it and stuff. And, um, but like, I don't think he scouted for power lines or anything. I think he was just sort of hoping there weren't any. And, oh, that's <laughs> not a good <laughs> and, and it just like the way he was curving and low and, and, you know, there's a minigun with uh tracer ammo shooting out the side and stuff. It was distracting all of us. I, I really feel like he does that. Well, shit, he was a legit Vietnam vet. Maybe he's good at it. I was going to say Vietnam? it was distracting. That was, a, that was a minute ago now. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> the, still, the shoot was five running. years ago, so he was yeah, younger they're, then. They're, <laughs> yeah, they're old as fuck. A lot of those pilots are. You know, they've been doing it their whole lives. Uh, he, but, but yeah, that, that's always been fun. I like have you ever shit. seen like a person walking around with a World War II veteran hat? Like, Have you seen that in the last year? Holy fuck, you think Vietnam vets are looking old. <laughs> it, this guy looked like he was being weekended Bernie. <laughs> Dude, I saw he like... was death's door. There's no way that guy that I saw like two months ago is alive today. Zero percent. Zero percent. The guy I'm thinking of, right? He had a Vietnam vet hat on, and it was a while ago. It was during the fitness competition, I think. Mm -hmm. But um it he was a Vietnam dude like he it was a vietnamese restaurant and he was from vietnam and he had a vietnam vet hat on and i'm like yeah exactly what side were you hey, on Joe, Joe, which side <laughs> yeah, I, there's no indicator i'm he, out i'm it, out it did, <laughs> there was nothing american about his hat it just said vietnam vet on it and Should i have fallen outside and give him the old mark Wahlberg treatment <laughs> oh jesus <laughs> <laughs> didn't he beat up some vietnamese guy or something he beat up a i think it was a korean man i'm not sure he beat up some him, uh right? am i right ah who can tell you know right the eyes were halfway so closed and... <laughs> we both man, went to the same i couldn't even tell place. if he was one fight on our side or not was he <laughs> on our side or not i don't know he, i think he called him some, uh, some racial slurs i don't remember exactly what the, what slur he used but uh you know hey he's marky mark who cares you know i don't 
I'm not a big fan of that Oriental guy's movies or anything. He never entertained me once. I don't think he's been in a single feature film. No, <laughs> no. And, and that's the, how that's what my barometer can he even dance. Definitely not as well as Marky Mark. Not anymore. So. Not after that beating. <laughs> no. Well, certainly not after that. <laughs> not after that beating. Not after that little hate crime that Marky Mark put down on him. Jesus Christ. And now he gets to be in like The Departed and shit. And we now we know you don't fuck with Marky Mark is what we know. Like 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 he. he yeah, he's he in the rock no bitch in his blood. All the time. I imagine. Yeah, yeah. He got pumped for that that uh that movie he was in with The Rock. Um, it may have been called I can't remember what it's called. It's called like Get Hard. Nah, I can't remember the name of it. But he just he totally did a bunch of roids and Dude, just got pumped as fuck. Can I tell you about Marky Mark? Yeah, yeah. yeah tell us what he did. In 1988, Wahlberg assaulted a middle-aged Vietnamese man on the street, calling him a Vietnam fucking shit and knocking him <laughs> unconscious with a large wooden stick. Wahlberg attacked a second Vietnamese man later the same day, <laughs> punching him in the eye. When Wahlberg was arrested, he returned to the scene of the first assault and told police officers, I'll tell you now, that's the motherfucker whose head I split open. Investigators also noted Wahlberg made numerous unsolicited racial statements about gooks and slant-eyed gooks. I'm glad he disambiguates like, the I'm glad there's like the clarifier in there as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wahlberg was charged with attempted murder, pleaded guilty to felony assault, and then was sentenced to two years in jail, but only served 45 days of his sentence. Wahlberg believed he had left the second victim permanently blind in one eye. Dude, there's he a list here. That? Uh, that's, what, that's how it's phrased. Yeah, Wahlberg believed he left the second victim permanently blind in one eye. But there's more. In 1986, two years prior, Wahlberg and three friends chased after three black children, yelling, kill the brother, kill the brother, because I don't say the N-word even a little anymore, and throwing <laughs> rocks at them. <laughs> As you were doing that, I'm like, well, this isn't as bad as I was imagining, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. No, I'm messing with it. Yeah, that would be on someone's soundboard. Uh, the yeah. next day, Wahlberg and others followed a group of skilled school children taking a field trip on a beach, yelling racial epithets at them, threw rocks at them, and summoned other white males who joined in the harassment. Summoned them? Like, like he did a spell? and like That's how I choose to believe it. Yeah. Does it, does it, does it say in the article racial epithets? Yeah, did I did I pronounce it correctly? That's not an everyday like, word. Like here oh, no. lies a dirty bee. Like, <laughs> <laughs> epithet. That's a silly, silly little mistake that I'm gonna make. Well, in any uh -huh. case, American legend, hero. <laughs> Dude, it keeps going. Ninety two, two thousand six, two thousand fourteen, two thousand sixteen. Last week. <laughs> <laughs> I just I can't I can't get enough of beating the hell out of these Vietnamese guys. <laughs> it's like a drug. It. I'm addicted. Uh, <laughs> that's so funny that it, of all the ethnicities it's like two vietnamese guys same time he Feel had one, to be two. looking for vietnamese guys that day right did like he it had... explain why like he just hates vietnamese people oh, there's gotta be a curse he reason. wasn't in vietnam i guess he was in america no no he's way too young for nam like, like, oh no, no i didn't think he was it during oh you war. thought he was beating up vietnamese in vietnam i just thought he yeah you know i, I don't know i, I guess I just connected yeah, some dots that don't belong. Game. Yeah, yeah. I just figured like I was probably in Vietnam. Yeah, if you're looking for if you're looking for those slant eyes, it's the best place it's, to it's, go. It's a target rich environment. That's where they keep them. Where <laughs> they it's where they manufacture them. <sighs> yeah, I, he I uh, really lucked out that he did all that shit in the eighties. No, oh, yeah. that would get you straight away canceled <clears throat> in 2019. In August yeah. 1992, Wahlberg fractured the jaw of a neighbor in an unprovoked attack. Court documents state in 1992, Wahlberg, without provocation or cause, viciously and repeatedly kicked a man in the face while another man held the victim on the ground. <laughs> you, <laughs> you know, don't fuck with Marky Mark, boys. I yeah. guess not. I wonder. That's what a was, man's man. What was happening in his life? Did he have some lows at that point or highs? Like, what made at Marky? At what point? From the 80s to the 90s? <laughs> yeah, yeah over so that's been a rough two decades span. for you as a yeah. young man. <laughs> Eighty-six to ninety-two, right? So it's actually six years. All was right. was that in between? Was he like he was fifteen years old in nineteen eighty-six? Was yeah. he? Yeah. Okay. He okay. Taken okay. He, so this was what, what group was he in? Which boy band? I um, the he, it's uh, Mark, uh, Mark, Mark, and Mark and the Fun something bunch, the Funky right? Boys, or something like Funky what Bunch. Funky I don't Bunch. Think, I, I don't think it was called Marky Mark. Yeah, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Yeah. I. 
And when does when was this I, active until yeah, ninety three? New Kids yeah, on the Block was the name of his boy band. Uh, that, uh, what, Marky Mark and the Funky Munch might have been his solo act, but he was in New Kids on the Block. That's what I was well, looking what are, for. You can't, you can't disregard the Funky Munch. Those were some key <laughs> players. I don't know any the, Marky the Mark. The Funky Munch are the guys who would hold a, a Vietnamese <laughs> man down while you repeatedly kissed Oh, no, wait. Uh, New Kids on the Block, that was Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah. Oh. Donnie Wahlberg? The New Kids on the Block suck a lot of dick. Boy, girl groups make me sick. <laughs> Man, that's catchy. Well, I'm very confused. I guess it was Marky Mark. Yeah. And the Funky brothers. Bunch. Okay. Well, my mistake. Anyway, I wonder if at this point, like, is Marky Mark a dick when he's on top of the world or on the bottom? That's what I want to know. Was it that his Maybe boy band both. had peaked and then he went into super dick mode? Or was he peaking? Was he in a boy band crushing it? And that's when he was a dick to the world. Because different people are different that way. Yeah. I don't care. He seems, he seems like a cool like, guy to me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That one. Seems like seems well, like the kind of a man who doesn't take any shit off anybody. Or I like how he was like not fit shit. and tough at the time, but he also was like, "Yeah, I smashed that guy right in the head with a stick." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't there he need is. the stick. I didn't even necessarily want to use it. I like the feeling of my hand hitting someone who looks different than me. But <laughs> that big stick I had to do it. I wanted to blind him in one eye. That you know, he was wearing a Vietnam hat. And it didn't say which side he was fighting for. I was doing something for, for miles. Yeah. How do you feel <laughs> now, you yellow cyclops? Get out of here. Yeah. Go back <laughs> where you came from. <laughs> I like the cyclops joke. That is funny. <laughs> back then, oh. I was just like, Marky Mark does this and that. But new song came out. Very catchy. On to that. Look at those <laughs> dance moves. There's <laughs> like a lot of punching and like a lot of like a stomps. And elbow drops. And things like that. It's stomp, like stomp. Uh, one, two, stomp, stomp. Yeah, yeah. Do you think this is the kind of thing that might hurt his chances at doing 13 Scorsese movies throughout his career? No, I don't nope. think so. I think it's nope. I think it solidifies it, in fact. I think he'll be fine. I think I think he'll be just fine. I have a uh, different topic. So, so yeah, crimes? I read today that Leonardo DiCaprio was the last big movie star, right? And, and this is how they defined it. They said there are a lot of other movie stars, but like they said Robert Downey Jr., for example, doesn't bring tons of box office success if he's not Iron Man, right? Chris Helmsworth, right? If, if that guy does a rom-com, people don't come to see it. Meanwhile, Leonardo DiCaprio could do an R-rated movie about a guy who crawls through the snow or something, and it's a huge blockbuster. Leonardo DiCaprio can do anything. He doesn't do a ton of movies. So, like, if I see Leonardo DiCaprio does a movie, even though he's not my personal favorite, I'm like, well, this is a guy who's very selective in what he does. Mm -hmm. So it, it's probably an event. I Tom like him in pretty much <clears throat> everything. Tom Hanks, still? Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt. Still, still, still? Like, yeah. is that, you oh, think that's true Tom, now? Tom Hanks movie's about to come out uh, where he's Mr. Rogers. It's going to be massive. I would think Brad Pitt for sure. And he, think, think about that. Like, this isn't like, oh, yeah. I mean, Tom Cruise is going to do um, Top Gun. And I, I predict that to do really, really well. But that's a cool fucking movie. It's Tom Cruise is coming back and he's reprising his role and he's going to fly a fucking fighter jet and it's going to be slick and cool and the music's going to be great. All right, we're going to go watch that, of course. But Tom Hanks is going to play Mr. fucking Rogers. If that is big, then It'll you're right. Yeah, if that's as massive as you predict, then, then you're just totally right. He belongs in that list. Top Gun, I would say, is not a good candidate. Like, if, is his name Henry Cavill? Who's Superman? Yeah, Henry Cavill. Sounds right. Okay. If he played Maverick in, like, a Top Gun reboot of some sort, I think it would also be pretty big. No way. No way. You don't think so? No. Tom Cruise brings the magic, man. <clears throat> Everything he's done for a long time has been has done quite well. Um, you know, th those Mission Impossible movies are still just blockbusters every time he makes one. And they're great. They're great. Like, like it's the only series I can think of where like, oh, yeah, the fifth one's good. Oh, the sixth one. Oh, it's great. What about the seventh one? I think it's better than the sixth one, frankly. I, ever see this <laughs> style of YouTube video where they're like, hey, rock climber watches rock climbing movie. CGI yeah, expert very popular watches. right now. Okay. I watched one where it was stuntmen watch stunts, and they were tipping their hat to Tom Cruise. They were talking mm -hmm. about some of the aerial stunts he does, like hanging out a plane or halo jumping or whatever. 
Tom Cruise is the only guy who does that. That if it was anyone else, it would be done in CGI. But it, like I'm saying other stuntmen don't do the stuff that Tom Cruise does. Yeah, yeah, he really pushes the envelope. Um, that's when I was watching the the Top Gun trailer uh, with some friends. I, they were, I was like, "Wow, man, it looks like he's really fucking flying that goddamn fighter jet." And I was like, "Tom Cruise isn't really flying that fighter jet, is he? <laughs> like, 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 did he go learn to be a fighter? <laughs> is he at war right now? Are these movies <laughs> just vehicles for Tom Cruise to live out his fantasies, where I mean, he gets I to fly like a jet and did Halo? He just call jump? Trump, and they're like, hey." I, you got like four wars going on over there. You're always put me in, coach. Put me in, <laughs> right? I'll pay for the plane if I wreck it. Well, that's all right. That's a all good right. deal. Yeah, no, none of the other pilots are doing that. This is best yeah, offer on the table. Nobody else puts a deposit down when they <laughs> when they take off. So yeah, yeah, fucking go for it, man. I, I I'm trying to think, but it just seems like Tom Cruise does like Woody fantasy shit. I would love to hang outside in a, a C-130 while it flies around. That's an experience I would enjoy. I do that shit too. That that doesn't look dangerous to me at all. I don't think there was any real danger in that. It was just probably it was not. cool. Probably it was, not. It, the, the the interesting thing is that Tom fucking Cruise did it. You know that he did it. The 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 hundred millionaire who's like world famous did it. But if like some like red some guy wearing a Red Bull costume did it on YouTube, you'd be like, what? You didn't you, you didn't saw it off at the end and then jump off like 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 it's, like what the fuck? You, like look, I love Robert Downey Jr. But if there was a stunt that involved him jumping <clears throat> off a kitchen chair, they'd get a stuntman to cover it for him, right? But Tom Cruise... Is he known for that? No, like I just made that up stunts. entirely. Yeah, oh. that's, not, that's, that's straight off the top of my head. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I would have believed you. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but Tom Cruise does ridiculous stuff. It's pretty cool. He's great, yeah. I, I really appreciate all that shit he does. I, I like his movies. I, I, I say it every time he comes up. Incredible actor, great action star, and he can actually act. He's just, uh, you know, he's a member a member of the world's largest cult. So that's kind of well. I, not the well, largest, it keeps his young looking. Refuses to do his own stunts. Um, have you seen Liam Neeson? Is yeah, you don't want Liam Neeson doing any stunts. At yeah, all. Did, I don't know why. The why? Han Solo because he's that. old. He's, yeah, he'll oh, break. Yeah, he is old. And not only is he old, like unathletic, is pretty old. But you know, he's aged really well. Heck, Robert Downey Jr. That's outrageous, yeah. I, 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 Stallone is, is Stallone is fit as fuck. He's on all those hormones and you know the name for the like you do a pull up, but you don't just go up and down. You go back and forth like this. Are you familiar with this? No, it. it I know. I, I thought you were gonna say a saying. muscle up, but that's even different than a muscle up. I, yeah. I know what you're referring to. You I, sort of extend out like um like a gymnast. Yeah, it looks it looks basically impossible. Like yeah. buff dudes did it or something. Stallone got motivated. And he did it at like 70. And Jesus. I, I, like and, all and, natural. Yeah, yeah. And he didn't do it like, like he had to work into it. It, it took him a couple of weeks to master this maneuver. And um, I was just really impressed. Yeah, I, I'm very impressed with Stallone and Schwarzenegger. They both look good. I saw an interview with uh, Schwarzenegger recently and dude looks good. He's rocking the beard now. He kind of came back because he didn't look he did good. Come back. 10 years see ago. that the thing about that picture of him looking real bad he just had had open heart surgery like like a few months before and like he could he was in bed essentially like and you know he, he lost all his muscle tone and so that that's at his worst i agree but i think that mm -hmm. when he was the governor you know he did, fitness just wasn't his top priority guy was devoted to work and probably probably le less so than 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 uh, at, at most po points in his life you know he's got a new terminator movie about to come the fuck you know out, what's but... crazy though is even him being a slouch with fitness <laughs> he in that moment was probably far and away the strongest politician we've ever had oh well jesse the body ventura and, six foot ooh. four 250 pounds abraham lincoln said to wrestle well i, I bet i bet <laughs> jesse ventura would beat up abe lincoln but i bet Man, Jesse Ventura, is he, does he know anything real, or does he just like go to Japan and make the prime minister uncomfortable? Jesse Ventura is like, a Navy SEAL. I didn't think that was confirmed. Oh, it's no, that's absolutely confirmed. That's a real he was thing. in the SEALs. I was a frog man. He, um, was wait. he actually a frog man? I don't remember that's who right. sounds anymore. <laughs> class of 58. I think he oh, got like, ostracized. No, from like, the like 58 SEALs. class. All right, so here's what happened with that. That's that's a lot of bullshit. What happened? Uh, Chris Kyle, the American sniper, wrote this lie in his book about confronting Jesse Ventura and beating him up at a bar. And Jesse Ventura sued Chris Kyle in civil court, won the case, 
and uh, and and it was awarded a lot of money uh, because it turned out that Chris Kyle had in fact lied about Jesse Ventura, and a lot of the the SEAL community backed Chris Kyle rather than Jesse Ventura, and that's how, although uh, Jesse the, Ventura was in the right. Now there's a little twist to it that I, that you left out, which is, I guess either he's basically taking it from Chris Kyle's estate. Right. Yeah, that's a lie that the 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 other side has told a lot. Um, it doesn't come from the estate. Insurance pays it. Oh, well, yeah. I didn't. Uh, yeah, okay. That, they make it seem like a grieving widow is like right. coming out of her pocket to like pay off the old this old Jesse Ventura oh. guy who's holding like a, a vindictive grudge against a, a fallen hero. I didn't. Know when that. in fact, this Chris Kyle guy who told lots of lies in his book and in public. Um, uh, told one too many, got sued in civil court, and sub and completely unrelated, he was murdered by a crazed fan. PTSD guy. I think so funny that dropped him. on the yeah. Opie and Anthony show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that, that happened on the Opie um, that came out over there. Um, but he was off the grid, as, as, as he says, when, uh, when that book first came out. And he didn't know about it for some time he, until he was able to like access internet and he got an email from his brother or something like that. I like Ventura, you know? Um, he's a little out there. Mm. But I liked his film career. I kind of liked him as a wrestler, and, uh, and I, liked I liked him as a uh, politician. I, I, I was going to say I liked him as a po real no nonsense, a, an outsider with a good motive is why I liked mm -hmm. him. Right? Like there are a lot of politicians who like the power, who parlay that power into money, who you know this is like that's their thing. A lot of guys running for president right now. Why? Why? What? What are you trying to make better about America? Oh, what? Uh, no, I. I just want to be president. It's really about me. Is how yeah. I feel for you know, a bunch of the field. And that's not how I felt like Ventura was. I felt like he was like, I can do this job. He wanted to serve the people of Minnesota. Yeah. That's what it seemed like to me. Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah, know if I, he was I, great at it, but I, if he I don't comes know from he a pure either. place, then I like that. Yeah, yeah. I like, I, I like the guy. He's, he's really interesting. He is kooky. He yeah. is kooky. Um, he's, got, uh, he's got weird ways of doing things, and he's got, uh, he's got very different opinions about a lot of stuff, but he's got cool fucking stories and uh, from, from the wrestling stuff and the military stuff and uh, and the movies, you know, he was in predator. That's my favorite movie that he's in when he's the, uh, I can't think of the character's name, but when he's in predator, he's that tobacco chawing. Oh, I can picture him. Yeah. Bad motherfucker. Yeah. I, got time I, to bleed. It, I think the story about the biceps is true with him and Arnold. Do you know this? Um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yes. I don't know exactly. So Arnold made a bet with Jesse Ventura that he had bigger biceps than Jesse did. But obviously he does, right? But that's not where the story begins. The story begins with Arnold like falsely throwing out stats. Like, I've got 16-inch biceps. I'm pretty proud of them. And uh, he made sure that that leaked and got into Jesse's head. So then when it was like, you know, we should, we should measure biceps. And Jesse's like, yeah, yeah, we should. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's got like 24 inch pythons <laughs> that, that he's been lying about their size. So when they measured it, Arnold came up the winner. I think that's that the he, sort of like shit that Arnold does a lot. Arnold's it. crafty motherfucker. <laughs> like, like, like everybody thinks like, ah, oh, he's that goofy Australian guy. He's so sneaky with a lot of no, that he's shit. He's not Australian. <laughs> I, I, I said Austrian. I thought. Oh, um, I you know, heard he, Australian he too, but it doesn't matter. One of the one of the coolest things he did in his business uh, career, you know, he was a, first of all he was a millionaire before he ever started acting from like from gym equipment that he was selling. Yeah, but uh, he was a spokesman for or something like that. And uh, but but when he twins, twins is the movie he got paid the most for of everything with because, Danny DeVito. Uh, Danny DeVito. That is a very funny movie. It's got like a thirty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's a it's a goofy but, buddy Ooh. comedy, and really? it's. And, and so what happened was Alan Reichman uh, directed it, uh, the guy who directed Ghostbusters, and him, DeVito, and Schwarzenegger came together and they were like, look, this is going to be huge, but the studio doesn't want to back us because they don't think Arnold can do this. They, he's, he's, they want to put him in the jungle. They want to put him you know, back fighting an alien or a monster or killing some Russians or something like that. But he believes that he can do it. I believe he can do it. Arnold, so Arnold says to the, the, the studio, don't pay us. We'll all work for free. Me, Alan Reichman, who just has come off Ghostbusters, he's a huge director. Danny DeVito, who's got a pretty great career at the time, too. And Schwarzenegger, biggest action star in the world. He's like, we'll all work for free. We just want a piece of the back end. 
So you can make this movie for $15 million. And they're like, sure. He got 20% of the back end on a $250 million gross. He made like 40 something million dollars or something like that. I don't remember the exact number. In and adjusted like money, stories. it's like the adjusted money is like 167 million. People I, betting on themselves. That's cool. It, it, provided like it's that. a good bet. I love it. I love it. I don't like it when, you know, people drop out of high school and bet on themselves. <laughs> it's like, ah, I wouldn't bet on you. Ah, you can <laughs> Geometry's too hard, but I've got this whole life thing under control. I'm going <laughs> yeah, to go yeah. out there and do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, I, uh, I, I like, uh, I like those guys. Those, those, those guys, guys like Ventura and Schwarzenegger. And, uh, they're really interesting. Uh, Vent I was listening to a Ventura, uh, interview today. Uh, and, and he was talking about how, Vince McMahon is still paying him because of a, a, a suit that he had with Vince McMahon. Like, I guess he just, he just, he, whenever he gets into an altercation, he's like, I do the right thing. I just take them to court. <laughs> so like, like he already, own, Vince McMahon owns everything about his wrestlers. That's one of the things mm -hmm. he does. I, I think it took a, it, it was a long time before the rock was able to get away and, and, and like do his own thing. Uh, because I think maybe Vince McMahon owned the name, the rock, like, like he, he, he owns your trademark and, and all your shit. Like if you're whatever you are, he owns that. Like, like to make it oh, so that you can't leave without like pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So you can't leave. And, and if you do anything bigger than wrestling, he gets a part of that. Well, Ventura um, owned all of his shit. He owned Jesse the body Ventura before he started doing the wrestling. He went ahead and made sure that he owned that. And so he sued McMahon uh, at, at some point. And now every time McMahon, they, they sell a DVD of WrestleMania or they, they rebroadcast it, he gets a check every quarter. Hmm. He's, he's one of the guys they won't bring back for, you know, they bring all the old guys back for WrestleManias and shit like that. He's like, he won't bring me back because he knows he'll <laughs> have to cut a check. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That guy's also pretty yoked. The is um, he still uh, McMahon? Vince McMahon? Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. I, my head was on Jesse. Jesse, not oh, so much. He had, a, 70s, so he had an embolism or something like that um, years ago. But but it just seems like he's not focused on. Or you know, he's an old guy. They're not, you're not going to pump iron forever. Yeah, he's like seventy years old. That's. Yeah. I, I mean, he needs to, sh he needs to shave that slack. hair. He's got that ponytail that kind of starts way back here. You know, and yeah. everything's pulled back. He's got like the same kind of scalp look as as Smeagol. Taylor, did you see Lord my tweet yesterday by chance? The uh, you working out one? Yeah. Yes, I did. I liked it even. Did, I, I like seeing oh, did the, you? the progress. Okay. Yeah, that's I, great. I because uh, I I didn't see your tweet. I guess I saw a picture of your tweet or whatever. But you made something some mention of like you're looking for people to work out. You're starting an army. Does it? What, what did you? Tweet? Oh yeah, I was like, uh, it was more just like. Uh, like trying to be motivational, like start working out, like no, no more excuses, go out and do it. I can't start my revolution with a bunch of skinny boys. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. So I'm working out and uh, my arms are all like pumped bigger than they normally are or something. And I'm like, you know, feeling cute, might delete later. I should take a shot yeah. right now while I'm all like the, the best version of me. So I take a picture and I see it and the face I make is awful. Like I am flexing <laughs> so hard and, uh, and I'm all red and stuff. Cause I finished my work and I had just done squats and I like I, my face is beat red and all sweaty and I look terrible. And I'm like, no, I can't let anyone see that. I'll take another one of me smiling. And on my phone, it looked okay. Right? Like I, I was like, and then I afterwards, I'm like, man, I think the face I made went from a one out of 10 to like a three out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> I decided to run with it for some reason. But uh, yeah. yeah, you shouldn't feel bad about it. I didn't notice you making a goofy face at all. I it's just, there. I, <laughs> yeah, it's there. But yeah, um, that's really good. Yeah, I, I've uh, this time around been making some gains. I haven't been doing chest. So I haven't been getting injured. Like it was always the bench press that hurt me or dips that mm -hmm. hurt me. And like your shoulders? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, um, I, I've started doing more. You know, I do bench press on rings. You know, gymnast rings, the ones you hang yeah. on. And I can't iron cross, obviously. But um, doing push-ups on those makes you, like, do like pull it in together. And uh, I don't know. I've just, I guess I've crossed my fingers. I, I haven't been injured this time around. That's always what knocks me off my game. And I'm feeling good. excited. Yeah, it's tempting to want to go way too heavy because you can be like, I could kind of do it, but <laughs> then you end up fucking yourself up and then you're out of the, out of the grind for a while. How did you get your shit certain starting to come together? Your, your home gym or anything? No, no. Mm. Okay. 
So I, and no T info at all. I still haven't called him. Yeah, he, just give him a ring. Taylor, he's busy. It takes weeks to make a call. Yes. <laughs> Back off, would you? <laughs> this is more of an August delay. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I started adding barbell, no, dumbbell bench presses. Mm-hmm. And part of the reason is there's no comparison. I think I do 30 pounds, which I think is really light. But uh, I'm sure you bench press. And I don't know what your weight is. But it's like, oh, yeah, they're, they're incomparable. Yeah, you can't measure my dumbbells against somebody's actual bench i don't know it takes all the pressure off and lets me work with low weights and that's good yeah and like the, i don't know the more i try to learn about this stuff the more like the real experts and the huge guys always give the advice of like you know you trying to max out your one rep max and do all this stuff and just see how heavy you can get it like that's just that's just for you you bragging like, if you actually want to build strength and get stronger, like, don't be a fool. Take it slow. Like, don't ratchet up the weight too high. If you feel a pain, don't think you're being a macho man by pushing through. Like, if, if you recognize it's a soreness pain, obviously that's fine. Like, if I'm benching or squatting or something, my hamstrings are sore, my quads or whatever, then I push through that. But if it's like a shoulder, like, ah, oh, kind of sharp thing, then no, don't. Just take a few days off. It's not I, worth it. Yeah, I... I Especially shoulders. Shoulders get fucked up so easy. That is that's been my hardship. That's what always knocks me off my game. The uh I got two things in my head. One, Athlean X is always talking about what a great exercise you could get with ridiculously light weights. Right? Mm-hmm. He's like, lay on your belly, just put five pounds in each hand and hold them behind your back. And I'm like, uh, yeah, that does look really hard. Like it'd be hard just to lift my arms like behind. No, me. and and like looking at his body, you're like well, I trust you entirely. <laughs> yeah, it's his resume. <laughs> and the other you know who David Goggins is? Uh, that sounds familiar, but I, I don't know. Yeah, he's got a really good Joe Rogan uh, interview. Um, he's this like super motivated man who uh, like like ultra does marathon runner. He's an ultra marathon runner. He's one. He's that guy who like ran and like all the all the bones in his feet were broken. <laughs> like he just kept going like like for hundreds of miles or something crazy like that. They were just breaking the bones in his feet because he was overweight when he started. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, some I can't remember who the, the third party was, but he was telling a, a story like Goggins does an interview with Rogan and he's this super like intense guy. He's like he's he was the one who was talking about like listening to music when you work out. He's like, it's bullshit. You don't listen to music when you work out. Oh, that's going to give you a pump. That's going to keep you motivated. What about when you're in the alley and, and that guy's got a knife and he's coming for you? You got your headphones on now, boy? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> it's like whoa my favorite song is my heartbeat thump, 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 yeah. Thump. Yeah. Yeah. it's like well I'm, I'm not deadlifting to win a fight in an alley <laughs> <laughs> yeah well look at how easily i can pick up this full restaurant trash can felon <laughs> 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 what are they gonna do be like oh thanks for holding that above your head now i can, stand. <laughs> I can push a dumpster guy. This yeah. other guy wanted to get into shape and so he called david goggins and he's like yeah i want to get into shape man I, I he's like are you serious about this like, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm coming to live with you for a few months. We'll see. He's like, well, I got to talk to my wife first. I'm on the way. <laughs> I've actually like, anticipated this. I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Bing bong. laughs> What's going on, Rookie? Why, why aren't you in your sweats? Let's go. No, you yeah, I feel like if, so, if this guy got attacked in an alley because he's an ultra marathon runner, he'd, he'd be like, and if someone tries to attack me in an alley, I turn 180 degrees and I run 300 miles in the other direction. <laughs> so was, is, is David Goggins, like, I was about to ask that. If you use his body as his resume, what do you think? He'd murder you. He's so strong. Oh, he's, he's a Navy so SEAL. Strong. He's a Navy SEAL. Yeah, like, he's oh, so wait. intense. He knows all the moves. You, he's, he's like a runner, he so he's got lean strength. He said he was fat guy. early on, and then just he, he, now he, you he, applied. He went through these phases, yeah. Like, like he went from fit to fat to fit again. Oh, and, but right uh, now he looks fit. Right now he's in, in, insane. Oh, okay, uh, okay. Like, 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 like he's got this Instagram video where he's doing those pull-ups where you're just holding a rope wrapped in tape and just pull like, like just a like a like a rope, and he's just squeezing the rope, pulling down on them, doing these chin-ups, and and while he's doing them, he's like, there's music playing in the background. He's at like I don't know the University of Miami's football gym or something like that. He's like, these boys in here, they gotta have that music playing. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. I don't need no music. <laughs> <laughs> like that makes him better. <laughs> he says it does. He says it uh, does because because like like you know he, you're not gonna have music when when the shit hits the fan. You I know, used to work gonna... with an ultra marathon runner. Guy would run a hundred miles like as a hobby. Like he'd be all Sounds excited. So awful. But he didn't even look athletic. He looked like a country strong but short. You know, yeah. so like a five foot 
not short, short, but like a five nine, chubby ish, strong guy, and yeah. and it's like you run a hundred miles, like without a, stopping in a weekend. You mean like two weeks? Because that's yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it is, yeah. That that. I, if someone like said, "I have both of your parents." In an underground shelter, guns to their head. They got that saw jaw thing strapped up to them. You have to run a hundred <laughs> miles in the next two weeks, or, well, or their head's gonna pop open. I'd be like, life. I'd be like, start <laughs> writing the obituary. I'd be like, calling everybody else in my family. Like, they're not gonna make it. Well, did they say we could do anything? Nothing doable. <laughs> Nothing even remotely that, possible. Like eight miles a day. Like, I can picture. I can pick, I'm being more uh, seven. Yeah, the yeah, seven miles I, a day. I think that I can suck. run seven miles a day. If could, not, I could walk we, it. We could you, all we could do all that, run seven miles like, a day. By you just don't do it at in, one. Our feet would be killing us. Yeah, I'm sure, but you don't do like seven in a stretch. Like like maybe you wake up, you get yourself two miles in. Lunch comes around, get yourself in three. Yeah, yeah. Late in the evening, get yourself two more. You're, I, you've had a rough day, but I've been hiking dead. with a full bunch of stuff on my back and a bear-proof canister. 12 miles a day, 14 miles on a long one. I mean, I, I would put on a pedometer when we'd go to like uh, like SHOT Show or something. Mm -hmm. You do 11 miles without even realizing. What's a lot of steps just, for you? Do you know? Do I don't wear it regularly. Uh, I, but, but like th that day was a lot of steps and it was 11 fucking miles. So whatever, 50,000 in, in oh, or something like that. That would, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, well, I'm just, I'm just doing some stupid math in my head. That could be way off. You know, like, okay. like 5,280 feet times... 10 miles yeah i wore one yeah. at some i'm doing more than a foot year. per step almost three yeah. and it, uh, you probably can, 15. Just at, a, at a theme park i got like probably a dozen miles like because you're not even thinking about it you're just like yeah. jogging from one ride to the other one and you're not tired enough you're just like oh if we could if we just dip in front of those seven-year-olds there we can get on a little sooner and then trying to sneak around that's yeah i'm very aggressive at, there was a so, so david Rogers. goggins goes to this guy's house to help him train or whatever and uh, and he's like, how many how many chin ups can you do? And he's like, I don't know, eight, nine. All right, go ahead. Let me see. Let me see how many you can do. And he does. I mean, he does like seven. And he stops and he's like, all right, that's good. Now go again. It's like, all right. Gets like four. Good, good, good. All right, go again. It's like two, and he barely gets the second one. He's like, all right, well, I guess we're done here. He's like, uh, we're not stopping until you got a hundred out. <laughs> he's like, like, no, no, we can't. He's like, but three hours later, and I had a hundred of them done. He's like, we go for a run, and it's like, I don't know where they are, Minnesota or something like that. It's freezing cold outside. They're running in the snow. He's like, he's like, there was a weather warning. He's like, Dave's like, come on, let's go for a run. He's like, no, 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 the the sirens are going off. They're warning people not to go outside <laughs> because of danger. He's like, yeah, perfect time. Let's go. And he's like, so we're running in the blizzard and we come upon a frozen pond. And David's like, get naked. I <laughs> said, <laughs> David, David, like frog crawls out into the pond and like, like monkey smashes a hole into it and just goes in. <laughs> and he like, bloop, 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 like pops up. He's like, come on. <laughs> this is really dangerous Rogan, day one. And Rogan's training. like, what did <laughs> you do? One? Rogan's like, well, what'd like. you do then? He's like, well, I. I didn't want to be a pussy, so I stripped naked and I, I went in. He's like, he's like, the, the worst part was coming out because you couldn't touch the ice with your skin because you just freeze to it and it'd rip your flesh off. So we had to put like shoes on my hands and and then like <laughs> like crawl up like like in a weird way to get back out of the ice. He's like, I almost died. How fit did he get though? Did it work? Uh, did he I stick didn't watch with the whole podcast. Oh, I wonder. Like <laughs> he lost twenty pounds that day in the form of his right calf. And <laughs> Yeah, right from the <laughs> knee down. Now <laughs> uh, in the Paralympics, with times are much lower. <laughs> uh, that guy would be terrible. Yeah, you could just check out his Instagram and you, you can see the I just have a bad attitude. That... I'd be like, I'm never going to run in a blizzard again. This isn't <laughs> helpful. Mr. I, Goggins, I hate be to mad, though. bring him up, but his wing's losing weight again. I want to hear that he's back. Uh, you don't know? He, I, think, I think he said maybe he was. Um, the, the, the newest thing... Um, uh, this there's actually a video right here if you scroll up, oh. um, but but he said uh, he's almost got his house paid off again, and uh, he's like he's like I'm gonna buy a new car I think as soon as I get this house paid off I, I want a new car he's like I either want a, a a new Mustang and I'll sell this Mustang and get a V8 with a with a with a manual or a, what was the other vehicle he said he might get or a, or a, like a 
said he might get like a four or five year old uh, F-150. Because hmm. he's a Chevy guy currently. That's interesting to me. Wow. Dude, the F- or, or he said he might upgrade his old truck. The one that he thinks is still worth $10,000. <laughs> I, I am being tempted by trucks. That it, so look, I love my truck. It's great. I have nothing to complain about. But Teslas drive themselves. And that seems like a quantum leap that other people don't appreciate for all that it's worth. I think once people get exposed to self-driving, even the current level, which is like learner's permit quality driving. You say that, but but they don't get into that many wrecks. Like 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 I they like like it's much lower than like actual drivers. You know, I, I've literally never been in one. I, I'm only as good as my sources. That's what you can go to sleep. All right, so you can go to sleep in that thing and let it drive you places. Uh-huh. That is not recommended. But you see it all the time. You see it all the it's time. It's on like, YouTube. Like, it's like, yeah, it's the new trend, right? Like, it's like, like, like they, they make, they're like, look at this irresponsible piece of shit. And I'm like, what a cool guy. <laughs> I, I see these things. Like, uh, there's a company called Rivian. I think I'm pronouncing it right. It's coming out with a new truck. It looks really neat. And it's, uh, it's geared towards like people living an adventure lifestyle as opposed to like construction workers. And I think it's pretty cool. And then there, uh, Ford is coming out with an electric truck soon, like 2021, like not super long from now. And that is interesting. But as I process it in my head, I really don't even think about my engine or transmission all that often. What's new is the self-driving thing. The electronics are the part that interests me. And I don't know. I shouldn't be thinking about new cars. I just got one. I'm surprised you didn't just get a deuce and a half. That seems like, like what you need. <laughs> Like, like you get that deuce and a half. They're like ten thousand dollars. Opposite and, of go on, care, yeah. And and, <laughs> and and then you turn it into that like, like 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 van life mobile because mm. you've got a huge amount of space in the in the in the back of that thing, like like massive. Uh, and, and it does anything off road towing and and you can one put mile per gallon in. on diesel. It'll run. It'll run gasoline, diesel, vodka, biodiesel. It'll it'll huh. run on lighter fluid. Like like those engines just run off anything. You can, if and if, if you, you don't have good... water, you can put snow in it. If you don't have snow, you can <laughs> spit and pee in it. <laughs> <laughs> you got poisoned in the restaurant. <laughs> oh, I've the... been poisoned. He dies in the parking lot. So crazy. Right, that, that mosquito says CIA on the side. Yes. Goddamn. <laughs> Fuck was that? Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I, sorry. I looked up Mark Wahlberg earlier in the show. Like these, did you know Conor McGregor called him out for a fight? Yeah, yeah. What was the, the what was the scoop with that? Why is Conor McGregor calling out actors to fight? Oh, you I, think you can beat up more Vietnamese men than I can? <laughs> <laughs> I've personally blinded every single Vietnamese person that's ever stepped in Ireland. <laughs> Uh, I think it was just being silly. Probably around the same time Bieber was challenging um, Tom Cruise. At the, at the oh, just okay, being silly. okay. Uh, yeah. I, I think uh, th- you know. I, I think sometimes those guys. I think people, the mainstream media doesn't understand trolling very well, and I think sometimes no. people. I guess I don't. I'm like, where is this coming from? Like the like Michael Bisbing the other day is clearly trolling. Said that uh, he thought he would bet on Amanda Nunez versus Henry Cejudo. He's trolling, dude. He's trolling. Bisping but everybody trolls- ran with it. I saw an article today that said Michael Bisping had very nice things to say about Luke Rockhold, right? It's a minute long, and he spends like 50 of those seconds being like, you know, people think I'm mad at Luke Rockhold. They think that because he was a total cocksucker leading up to our fight. This guy ran his mouth and gave me tons of material to make him look like a full-on ass. And then he ran into left hook Larry, and I laid him out. And then I did this to him, and then I did that to him, and I had the, my way with him. And then afterwards, he just looked like a total fool. And I don't like to see him get knocked out. I still see him as a person. We're not rivals anymore. And I'm like, what? how is that sweet and kind? Like you, yeah. you just reminded him of all. You reminded him of when you took his title from him, for most I of this quote. <clears throat> John Jones is in a bit of legal trouble. Saw that. You know, look. Sometimes you take a stripper, you lay her out, you smack her on the pussy, you put her in a rear naked choke and lift her in the air. Cool. They're gonna make a big deal out of it. You know what? She, I, think I think he's gonna be fine. I think he's gonna be fine. And here's why: the 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 this, the cocktail waitress as. Mm-hmm. I, uh, said, hey, he slapped my pussy. There's a $100 deposit if you want to do that. <laughs> and, and I didn't get it. I, I feel like that alone, it, I'm like, all right, well, 
I think he's going to be okay. I don't know. He didn't didn't like slap some random lady on the streets pussy. He was in a pussy slapping establishment, Mm. and it seems like he just didn't follow the... uh, the code of pussy slapping. He might have felt to entitled to pussy slapping because of his super. He might have said, "When you're a star, they let you do it." That probably wasn't the only pussy that got slapped in that establishment that 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 night, and he's just the only one who's had a complaint about it. That is possible. I, I so as far as what happened that night, John Jones is convinced he's not in trouble at all. That nothing bad happened, and they don't believe everything you read. That I don't know why hearing that from him seemed like an effective defense, like in my head anyway. In this court of public opinion, I read it. I thought. This guy's off the deep end again. Then I heard him say, don't believe what you read. It's not true. And some reason I bought it. I don't know why. I think it'll be fine. But I will say, this motherfucker talks about how God is guiding him (laughs) all the time. How he's a changed man. I'm not the guy doing coke and drinking and going to clubs. That, That part of me is over. Now I am a focused Fighter and family man. That's just how I'm wired. He's like, no, I'll smoke a little weed. (laughs) Welcome to the (laughs) new John Jones era. And then it's like, wait, you're abusing cocktail waitresses at strip clubs? Like, hell yeah. (laughs) He is so not changed. Yeah, I, 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 well, I I don't think he's uh, partying as hard, and it doesn't seem like he's doing coke, but he's definitely like always had that fake Christian thing, which I, and that's the only thing I don't like about him. Is I don't like the eye poking too. I don't like eye poking from anybody. Um. But uh, yeah, I don't like eye poking from anybody. I will say that. Um, I but I love watching the guy fight. Looking forward to his next fight, and I love that he's just a villain. And he you is need a villain. Villains. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's my villains. right not to like a villain. That is a reasonable yeah. response. Yeah, he, he's, he's, uh, he's, he's, he's you can he's like heels you, you and you like can him. like faces. But uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not denying that. I, oh, I thought it, we had a conversation the other day where I said I think he's fallen off a little bit, and you're like, who can beat him? I'm like, I don't know if anybody's better yet. Just that the guy. I thought of it. Um, LeBron James. LeBron James, I think, is universally agreed, is falling off a little bit. He might still be the best player in the NBA right now. You know, there's probably five guys who you could consider that, but he's one of them. And but he's not as good as four years ago. So that, that okay. to me is where John Jones is right now. Okay. I mean, yeah, that that could be the case. Yeah, that, that probably is the case. I, I just think that, but he's still the best. Uh, is the, the thing. <laughs> Like, like, I don't know anything about basketball at all. I, I that's a Me stupid either. fucking sport. <clears throat> Dude, I, so I've gotten into basketball in the last year or so. I'm, I'm new. I don't have a depth of knowledge that someone who's been a fo- But what's interesting, basketball is better to follow than it used to be. If it's just about the running and the shooting, then that's not the whole picture for me. Jimmy Butler, he's a, I'll call him like the 30th best player in the league. Uh, he has a YouTube channel. And you get to see this guy. Steph Curry's on has a YouTube channel too. Some of these guys are Twitch streamers. The the social media aspect cool. of it and the memes that surround it and like there's a lot of fun to be had on the NBA yeah. past just the running and the shooting. It's almost bandwagon time for me, boys. Atlanta Braves number one in the National League All East. Right. Six and a half games ahead of the Nationals last time I checked. It the bandwagon is pulling up outside. Let's go, to, Braves. I need a national jersey to I, the Nationals. The uh, the the St. Louis Nationals will clearly outdo your Atlanta Braves. The St. Louis Nationals. Uh huh. I believe they have the Cardinals there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Washington Nationals. I think no the, last I, minute change. <laughs> are, the, are the Twins and the Cardinals in the same uh, division? Is that how that works out there? Do you even uh, know? Yeah, we're in the same division with Chicago, St. Louis, Milwaukee, Pittsburgh, Minnesota. and Cincinnati. So the Twins are, are in there. Uh, <clears throat> no, Milwaukee's in there, not Minnesota. Ah, okay, okay. I just yeah. I, I've heard the you Twins guys are, are well. Atlanta, Washington, Philly, New York, Mets, Miami. How are the Phillies doing? Phillies are fifty-two and forty-eight, third place in National League East. Hmm. Where wait, you said the Braves are at the top of the whole league? No, National League East. Oh, okay. Yeah, Braves are 60 and 41. Nice commanding lead. Cards are 52 and 47, second in the Central National National League Central. That's the thing that I do like about baseball even though I'm not into the sport really. Is it's fucking hard to make the playoffs. Like, you like very that. different than basketball and hockey. Oh, I dislike that. I, I you get so many games to prove yourself, you know? It's like, you make it or you don't. I yeah. will agree that I, I never feel like the wrong team makes the playoffs. But uh, 
it's just a little more fun when your team is part of the story at least mm-hmm. and uh you know it, it seems like half the years if you follow the canes and the flyers i don't know if it was if it was baseball they wouldn't even be a bubble team they would just be you know cannon fodder for someone else's story yeah they got the wild card you know like they, they don't like a couple extra teams <clears throat> uh, i don't know i i kind of like how baseball does things okay. i you know i've i've Sometimes, you know, sometimes halfway through the year, it's like, well, like, I mean, we know right now, if you're a Mets fan, get the fuck out of here. Forget it. Go, go cross town and watch the Yankees play, I guess, because Mets yeah, are going nowhere. Philly, you're going nowhere. It, like, like, I mean, we're in third. Nationals, There's no wild card hope for Philly. I think uh, you just get a wild card per um, um, league, I think, is the way that works, right? Like, 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 just top in the National League, league right now is the LA Dodgers and then the Braves. See, nice. but like like that that to me is why I don't love the baseball system cuz it's July and it's like Philly start looking forward to basketball season. Like oh. Yeah, I mean they could make a run. It's just super unlikely cuz cuz like you can make up ground if when they play the Braves. You know, there's going to be a home stand or something like that where they play the Braves three games in a weekend or something. They could pick up a lot of ground if they sweep the Braves, you know. Like, like, like you, you can come back, yeah. but you got to yeah. earn it, you know. You, you got to sweep. You actually get to go after the team that's in first place, and if you can sweep them, yeah, then you, you pass them. And well, if, like and you said, there's 90 you games out there that have already told us who we are, <laughs> you know. So yeah. it's yeah, people get hot though. Baseball is one of those sports. It seems like we're like. People get hot, and 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 it's 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 just just have like a real shitty first half of the season and then the last half of the the year they can just be off uh, balls to the wall just ridiculous or they can just have a month you know like like that's what the blues just, did this year and that worked out for them absolutely what the blues did that that's one of the greatest sports they had a comes good back spring it's oh, got to be one of the best yeah. comebacks of all time and it, you know i mean it's 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 ridiculous that they were like last place right literally last place in the whole league in january and everybody was ripping on them and like even at the time the whole blues subreddit was like having a riot and being like, I keep looking at the roster and this doesn't make sense. We're a good team. <laughs> we should be winning. And we were losing so many one goal games over and over and over. And then it, it finally See? turned around and they Plus were right. Plus minus is telling. I swear it is. Taylor's always surprised when I look at that stat, but it, I pay more attention to it, <laughs> it than it most. It can be sometimes. Usually it's a weather vein if you've spent your entire career on a bad team because you'll have like, good players like Oliver Ekman Larson on the Arizona Coyotes, but because he plays in the Arizona Coyotes, his career plus minus is like minus 200 because he's just been on shit show of a sh- of team after shit show of a team. But they got Phil Kessel this counterpoint, But I was that... talking about the team plus minus at the time. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that's, that's fair. Yeah, this, this may be the year the Braves could, uh, Braves could go pretty far this year. I didn't realize they were second in the whole uh, National League. That's, yeah. that's pretty great. You make the They're, playoffs think... in baseball, you got a shot. I've seen it go wrong for the Braves yeah. uh, 14 or 15 times. Yeah. Um, uh, like 14 out of 15, it seems. Yeah, yeah pretty much. 25 years from their last one. 24 years. Like, like, I, like, I mean, how did we not win in 97? Like, like, like it, it, it didn't make any sense. Like, like, I was reading some statistic on Reddit like yesterday. It's like 1997, the day Greg Maddox pitched a complete game in 77 pitches. And it's like, what? <laughs> Against who? <laughs> just, just they had so. Such Seems great like pitches. it should have taken him twenty-seven pitches if he wanted to win. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they won that game, but it's like they didn't win the series that year. They won in ninety-five and haven't won since. It's ninety-five. Yeah, ninety-five. 95. 1914, 1957, and nineteen ninety-five. They're Jesus. due. They're due. <laughs> they. Oof. Yeah. They last twenty-five yeah, years. Every not forty been years, this could be the year. You know, could be. roughly. Shorter you just want to call it a show? Blues. Yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go to bed at like 8.30 tonight. <laughs> so I tired. Thought, dude, there was a point. I was like, I'm really loving this PKN. We should do that thing where we make everyone public every once in a while. And I was like, we might have gone a little too hard on the slant-eyed jokes. <laughs> <laughs> this is this not the one. This one's going to have to stay in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I had a fun show. All right. Yeah, PKN 257.